Well, hello there, listeners. Welcome to another episode of My Spooky Gay Family. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And I am your resident spooky drag queen, spooky sister, Sam Baxter. And this is My My Spooky Spooky Gay Gay Family. Family. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Stuck the landing. back this is another episode my goodness and we are officially in our favorite season of the year this is the spookiest season of all it is october it is autumn it's the fall we've got our pumpkin spice lattes our ugg boots our fuzzy things but you have ugg boots i'm not i won't give up my docs regardless of the time of year you wouldn't wear uggs no but uggs are so comfy they're they're so soft no so silky smooth. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I love I love things that are that are soft and warm. I've been wearing sweatpants since like August. <laughs> I was like, I get not and not only because I gave up on my diet, but also because I like the way they feel. <laughs> I don't know. I purposely look for boots that are slip resistant. So the idea of wearing something that's like meant to be like soft and cushy, I don't know. Uggs have have rubber bottoms though. I mean, I I believe that. I I just I feel like I would look stupid. I'll be, I'll be the first person to admit that, like, I this is totally a vanity thing. I refuse. There must be butch Uggs. They're called boots. They're made of leather. <laughs> no, that's not an Ugg. That's a boot. <laughs> I know. It's just the butch version of Uggs is not Uggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't put that water in a cup? Jesus. Yeah, no. <laughs> She's had... drinking this squeezy bottle of water. I'm like, my goodness. It's like we're recording for the first time today. <laughs> Everything feels like the first time. It, it does feel like the first time. We have had unfathomable challenges today. We we got here. We First of all, let's start off by saying where we're recording because this is Important. absolutely a pro-pro. <laughs> Apropos. Apropos. Don't correct me. You paused. You knew you did it wrong. Fine. (laughs) We are recording today uh, actually at our childhood home. We are recording in dad's house. Yeah, so if you hear any like creepy voices that don't sound like me and pissy. I know. I'm entirely convinced that there will be like ghost voices in the background. Going to accidentally catch an EVP. I know. (laughs) My house. (laughs) We're like, no, you can have it. We don't want it. Hope you weren't listening with your volume all the way up. I hope you were. Um, (laughs) Actually, a funny story. We're we're visiting uh, my dad at the moment. We're we're here for the afternoon, and um, we are recording a podcast, not specifically to record in his house, but. It was funny because when I got here, I parked on the street and uh, all the recording equipment was on the passenger side of my car. And I parked, I didn't realize it, I parked right over a sewer grate. And we had, we just, we just went to see It Chapter 2, like not that long ago. And uh, I went to get the stuff out of the side of my car and I'm standing on the sewer grate and I'm pulling stuff out of the car and I realized where I was standing and I was like, this could be bad. I was like waiting, <laughs> I was like waiting for the hiya, pissy. I was like, no, please leave me alone. It was terrible. And so I came inside and we started setting up to record the podcast and uh, the interface that we used to record the podcast crapped out for no fucking reason. We have had endless technological issues. I really think that there must be some like electromagnetic ghostly presence in this house that is just fucking up all of our technology. It's actually weird because I have, I think this is like the third time today I've charged this laptop. I've been here since this morning and like my laptop doesn't have a bad battery life, but Mm -hmm. I feel like whenever I use it here, I have to charge it like three times. I'm telling you, there's something (laughs) about this house and everyone's sitting at home. They're like, shut up. And we're like, no, (laughs) 
I'm like, I'm like, no, believe me, everything is terrible. They listen to the first two episodes if they're here already. Like, I know, fine. I know. I'm actually kind of hopeful that at some point there will be a pause in the discussion and we will catch like a ghostly voice. I mean, it's far more likely that we'll catch Kevin's one-year-old puppy Loki, who's in the next room and apparently is having a bit of a day. He is. Oh God. <laughs> I, what did he eat this morning? Nothing, as far as I'm aware. That's not true. I gave him a piece of bread when I came here. But like, well, he is clearly uh, not ready for bread. He yeah, is not prepared for he's bread. He's gluten intolerant. He is the opposite <laughs> of Oprah Winfrey. He does not <laughs> like bread. Uh, yeah, so we have had farting dogs, bad technology. Uh, for some reason, when we were recording it, like all all the settings got fucked up. Like it has been. A day, but we are recording now. Everything is fine. Everything is working, and we are doing a very, very special episode today because this is our first episode dedicated entirely, well, uh, almost entirely, to <laughs> witchy stuff. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it, that's those are my witchy noises. I, I, I know they are, and it's it's fine. My witchy noises are usually just like I need I need coffee. That's my witchy noise. <laughs> and <laughs> we've heard Loki's. Like, Witchy yeah. noises all day since he's been farting up a fucking storm. Uh, yes, yeah, so today we are talking about one of the uh, one of the pagan celebrations. It is called Samhain, uh, which <laughs> is spelled very unlike the way it is pronounced. It's one of those things like people argue all the time about how it's supposed to be pronounced, and it's like it's just it's not Samhain. Like, that is not how it's pronounced. Like, I don't even care how else you say it. I don't say Dr. Loomis. Like, like. <laughs> Sam Hain. Like. It's the Lord of the Dead. And you're like, no, it's none of those no, things. No, it's not. That, none of that was right. Not <laughs> like, a bit. No. No. No, honey, no. Sam, go sit down. <laughs> Drink your juice, Loomis. Drink your juice. It's actually just, he wasn't actually writing Sawin on the board, he was writing about his eighth grade math teacher, Samuel Hain. <laughs> Sam Hain! Yes. He if failed I, me in algebra. If I was a drag king, that would be my name. I would, Sam Hain. Sam Hain. That's There's a do. character from a movie named Sam Hain, isn't there? Yes, there is. It is one of my favorite horror movies. It's called Trick or Treat. One of mine, too. It's the little guy in the orange burlap. Oh, I love him. He's, he's my favorite. I have an action figure of him on my desk, actually. Do you really? Yes, I do. Oh, didn't I get you one you for did. You Christmas got me, one year? You, you got me the really creepy, like, motorized cloth version of Sam <laughs> where if you put batteries in him he makes spooky sounds and like the one hand moves and it's very child's play I love it I like that <laughs> I like things that are spooky do you keep it in the basement no he's not in the basement I think he's I think he's on my bookshelf I'm not mm. really sure where that version of Sam is I don't know how you Sam used to have her office in the basement <laughs> of her house which is if you haven't been there and I'm assuming you haven't uh <laughs> Very, I don't let people in my house, so they have it. <laughs> it is not that dissimilar from Silence of the Lambs. It's it's pretty dissimilar in that I don't have a giant pit in the middle of it. I will with, say with like a woman in there. <laughs> like <laughs> your basement is slightly less like the basement from Silence of the Lambs than Jessica's. Than Jessica's. Yeah, no. Jessica straight up has like Buffalo Bill's <laughs> basement. It is the creepiest fucking place on Complete the planet. Complete with the sewing machine and the death's head moths <laughs> fluttering around. Would you fuck me? Oh god. I'd fuck me. Jessica, stop it! <laughs> and she doesn't listen anymore. I know, that is the, the moment we lost Jessica was, from this podcast. That was podcast. the cutoff. <laughs> There's one less of you now. Oh, we're dropping like flies. Right? Um, dropping like Death Side Moth. Oh, yeah. Oh, it all comes full circle. Um, <laughs> yes, so today we are talking about Samhain. It is a pagan uh, celebration slash festival slash it's a holiday holiday it's a holiday yeah um but we did want to start off with just a little uh disclaimer yes pagan <laughs> religions are very different and very similar um and so we are not wiccans no oh, you're right you would not describe yourself i would not as a describe wiccan. myself as a wiccan. um not that we have anything against wiccans we just are not Wiccans Although I think ourselves. it's kind of funny, I will occasionally tell people that I'm Wiccan when they like ask about my religion, just because I feel like it's easier to explain than saying you're pagan. Than saying I'm pagan, <laughs> especially because when you say you're pagan, people are like pagan occult, and you're like, no, uh, uh, it's not or like biker gang. It's yeah, like, like like when you say you're pagan, people think of like what 
priests say a pagan is at church, and you're like, no, I'm not. I don't. I don't like decapitate chickens in my basement and like feed I, them. Like to I don't run around dragons. in my backyard and like an IKEA fur rug and nothing else, like howling at the moon. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I don't dance at nude. At least n- not unless it's moonlight. my birthday. <laughs> I have to wait. But we told you the nudity is optional. Yes. Um, As you well remember. <laughs> Bonus points to anyone who can put in the comments. I know. If you if you can name that movie in the comments, we will send you special merch. We don't have We any. don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. We will have merch one day, but not today. Um, so... The disclaimer is that while we we consider ourselves pagans, you have described yourself as a hedge witch. Um, uh, if there's an organized version of neo-paganism that I feel mostly some kind of affinity with, it's it's druidry. Oh, um, well, I, I, I feel like that's hedge witch. closest. I mean, hedge witch is more kind of a term for like someone who's kind of more into like to use Harry Potter terminology, like like using like it's more like the herbology side of things. It's more the hmm. like you know making like holistic medicines and, and yeah. growing your own food. It's, it's kind of like, it's, it's hipster witch a little bit. It's a little like, like homesteading, you know, on your rooftop in Brooklyn a little bit. I mean, I do consider myself a bit of a hedge witch. I like to do a lot of my witchcraft with uh, cooking and baking. I, that I is also when like I do to do a lot Kitchen witchery is Kitchen fun. witchery. Yes. Yeah, there's kitchen witchery, hedge witchery. Uh, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of... And there's then there's the more organized, like... There's also blues. bar witchery, which is my favorite type of witchery. Bar witchery. <laughs> That's just alcoholics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a potion. Leave it alone. It's a potion. I have put one liquid into another liquid and made a third thing that tastes good. I win. <laughs> I'm a witch. Yes. Uh then, like I, I was saying, there are more organized versions of witchcraft, like Wicca, and specifically Blue Star Wicca, which we do not uh, practice. But basically, this disclaimer is just to say that everyone... Uh, when we're talking about Samhain, when we're talking about pagan practices, you should just be aware that, you know, some exclusions apply. Some exclusions apply, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, Many it's just that apply, ev- because paganism is, is such a... Uh, it, it, it's handed down mostly for, through, we through are spoken a word. disorganized religion. It's a very disorganized religion, especially active, because of... Actively disorganized religion. Well, yeah, and, as, <laughs> and partially because of uh, some things that happened in our history. Um, very much of, of paganism is, is handed down by storytelling and people's individual traditions and practices. So uh, we will tell you all about the way we celebrate specifically Samhain and and how we practice our witchcraft. But we understand that other people may have different beliefs or different practices or rituals or the way they do things. And that is absolutely fine. Just don't come at us sideways. (laughs) It's also just like... This isn't a missionary podcast. This isn't CCD. Like, we're yeah. going to give you some basic background information. Like, if, if you're not pagan and you don't care how we do this, that's fine. Yeah. It's just... If you are pagan if you and are you pagan, do care how we do like, this, we don't By care. all means, listen. <laughs> At the same time, I've like, if you put three witches in a room and ask them how to do the same thing, you're going to get three different answers. Exactly. So, like, just, everyone has their way of doing our things. Our word is and, not gospel. Our yeah. Words. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain things that everyone knows and there are certain things everyone does differently. And that's kind of the beauty of witchcraft. It's actually, if I'm being honest, one of the things that drew me to witchcraft because I like that it's not I like that there aren't like a specific set of rules that you have to abide by in any given situation it's like it's the do what you will harm none rule that I love about witchcraft which is like practice it the way you want as long as what you're doing is not hurting people basically it's it's you know make sure your intentions are good and try not to hurt anybody in practice yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because I've met a lot of witches who... Uh, I'll give you an example of a kind of witchcraft that kind of goes against the way I practice witchcraft. I remember um, when Donald Trump was elected president, mm-hmm. there were a bunch of people, there were specifically witches, who decided that they wanted to hex the president. And <laughs> while I hate everything about the man. Sentiment good. (laughs) Yeah, sentiment good, practice bad. It's like, just by the rule of three, that is not how I would practice witchcraft. When you hex someone, 
in that kind of position of authority, the ramifications, if it worked, would be far reaching and very bad. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like, if you want to like, if you want to like light a candle and ask someone to put like just the world's biggest hemorrhoid on him, like, like, like I'm I'm, I'm almost okay on that. (laughs) Yeah. Like like, do a binding. (laughs) Honestly, make sure that, make sure that, yeah, make sure that his most destructive policies will not, Come to fruition. Put a binding on him. I mean, it would be an intricate binding, and it would be uh, uh, a complicated one. But I don't think that is a bad thing. But hexing someone is outside the realm of what I consider decent witchcraft. Okay, so now that we're talking about religion and politics, do you want to throw money in there and just make it a perfect? Let's three do for it. <laughs> Everyone gets a thousand dollars a month for life. What's that? Oh, Paul? What's that guy's name? Yang. Yeah, I think I can't remember if it was Yang or Castro. Now. It was I Yang. I didn't, I'm pretty sure it was Yang. I did not watch the entirety of the debate. Because I mean, I I'm not here to offend everyone. I just today. <laughs> I just I, I just can't anymore. I know. Um, I know. Um, but anyway, we're talking about Samhain. Samhain, yes. So that is our general disclaimer. We are going to share with you our general general uh, rituals and practices and thoughts and, on uh, in general. Take what you will, enjoy it. Uh, I hope you learn a little something about our practices and what we're doing. And uh, leave us, please feel free to let us know how you celebrate and how you, uh, the rituals you practice for, for Samhain. We, we're very interested and happy to hear Gifts of them. burning crosses on the Instagram. <laughs> <It's gonna> be- <laughs> God willing. Um, so basically, you, uh, you we are not coven witches we practice some things together but we are we've, generally we've done some sort of basic rituals together that being said i have been part of of group practice before mm-hmm. I think, as have i i think i've come to the conclusion that i prefer to be a solo pra- practitioner i do too um but essentially the only difference is it's kind of like it, it's it's <laughs> it's something i'm very comfortable with because when we were growing up we were raised catholic and mm-hmm. you know we were not the most observant catholics so it's something i'm i'm pretty comfortable with the idea of holding a belief without needing to interact with other people yeah so it's like and i like I i'm will... a bad i was a bad catholic and i'm, I'm it makes me a better pagan to yeah. actually not interact with other people <laughs> i i will concede that like some spell work probably is more effective Within the confines, like having more people, having a coven or a grove or or uh, some kind of group of people to do the spell work with. Yeah. But you and I are very lucky in that we have each other. And even Kevin, I believe, practices some kind of paganism, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I'm not sure what, what flavor it is anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what exactly um, it is. But we have each other so that if we did need a friend to come and help out. I mean, you came and helped me put my wards up. In my yes, new apartment. So it's like, it is nice to have each other for those things. But um, I do not feel compelled to be a, a part of a formal group. Because that is when you start to see more of the group dynamic. In that, <laughs> <laughs> And if you think that there's no church politics just because it's not a Christian church, you're yeah. out of your mind. Yeah. And... <laughs> Some people enjoy that. Some people need it, and that's fine. Some people but it's like not... having a sense of community. I like yeah. being left alone. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. I like to commune with my cats. And I'm my like, wife. leave me to my beads. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that is generally the the where we're coming from on all of our practice today. And I think I think for the people who don't know a lot about witchcraft, I think a good place to start is kind of. If we're talking about Samhain, we should probably put it in the context of what people most know about it, which is that it is the holiday that best correlates from witchcraft with Halloween. Yes. Um, Halloween is actually... Halloween is what happens when you have the ancient Celtic holiday of Samhain, and then you have the Christianization of the Celtic lands where mm-hmm. you add in All Souls Day and All All Saints Day. All Saints Day, yeah. And the three of them kind of merged into kind of what Halloween is now. Because yes. they all kind of happen around the same time. Um, it's all two generally, of those yeah. were moved to be closer to one. <laughs> but we won't yeah. we won't get too far into that. They all happen between <laughs> October 30th and November 2nd. And yes, uh, that um, is, yeah. General wisdom is Samhain is from sunset on... The 31st. October 31st to sunset on November 1st. Exactly. And 
Samhain, generally speaking, is a harvest festival. That is uh, with other spiritual notes, but it is a harvest festival. It is to celebrate a plentiful harvest and to uh, kind of anticipate the forthcoming winter and, yeah. and desolation. Um, there are some people who refer to it as kind of the the uh, the witch the witchy New Year, like the, mm-hmm. the particular specifically a sort of Celtic paganism. It's it's the you know pagan pagan New Year. That there's there's some evidence for and some evidence against whether or not that's really true. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like to think of it as more. It's kind it's kind of more the last day of the year than it is the first day of a new one. It's, it's, yeah, it's I agree of, with it's, that. It's a little more retrospective than I think like New Year's Day would be. Um, and it's not that there's no forward thinking with Samhain. It's just there. there's more of a focus on thanking for what you already have than asking for new. Exactly. Yeah. And that <laughs> even ties into the spiritual end of things because I, I do agree. I think it, I always think of it more as like the completion of the harvest than the beginning it's actually, of the death of, it's, it's, of the planet. It's actually more like <laughs> pagan Thanksgiving than pagan New Year. It's yeah, little, basically. It's because not only are you thank are you thankful for the plentiful harvest and for the food that you've been able to enjoy and, and all of those things. And that is why food is such a huge part of the celebration. Yeah, you didn't realize like those haunted hay rides and like all the apple picking and shit, like you're you're doing it fine. Like and like, even like, things <laughs> like carving pumpkins, apple picking, those are all relative to the harvest it is a celebration of the harvest having those things to uh to use in the celebration but there's also the spiritual element of kind of being thankful for your ancestors and for the the deceased and and the spirits who are part of your life um it is definitely it it's very similar in a lot of ways to uh dia de muertos The spiritual I, aspect. Of I, it. I, I was gonna say, as I, I admit, I don't actually know enough about Dia de Muertos to kind of give my two cents on that. Well, but it's and I mean, like, the, the, I am the, neither the, of us the, are Mexican. The spirit is the same. It is, the, yeah. It's um, it's general. The same general idea. Except they get three days and we only get one. And I think I know. I, I'm like, I am legit jealous of that. I know. We wish we could join you. Also, well, we can join you for also, at least sugar a third skulls of it. are amazing. Like, don't sugar get me wrong. Like, really I, cool. I I love carving jack o' lanterns, but like those sugar skulls are just beautiful. They are really but, cool. <laughs> and you know, Dia de Muertos is. Uh, it is kind of the same thing where it's like you light a candle to because the belief is that on this specific day from sunset on the 31st to uh dawn on the or sunset on the 1st yeah. um y- the veil between the living and the dead is its thinnest and so you are celebrating your ancestors and lighting a candle and leading their way through their spiritual path to visit you and to then return to the spiritual world. And that is actually two things that are very similar in folklore between Dia de Muertos and... It's, it's about kind of respecting, respecting the dead and, and, yeah, and kind of celebrating t- t- taking them. a moment to, to celebrate that you are not one of them. <laughs> and also celebrate that, you know, they're in a better place now and we're happy for them. Like, and not it, only that they're in a better place, but that yeah. you're giving them the opportunity to come and to... It's, yeah, it's they're not gone from you. your life just yeah. because they're no longer with you. Exactly. And that is that is honestly one of my favorite things about Samhain. That is usually what my ritual consists of, my private ritual. Because you and I have things we do together and we have other things. Uh, but my favorite thing to do is I usually light candles yeah. for for mom and for Mima. Mima is our grandmother who, who passed away back in 2012 and we were very close 2011. to 2011. She made it by 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2011. I always think 2012 because that's when David and I met and I know she passed literally the week before I met him. She died on my birthday. So yeah, she did. No, <laughs> Thanks Mima. Yeah. She just wanted to she just, always give you a reason to remember her. She just wanted to give me a reason to come home. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is, generally speaking, my Samhain rituals pertain to uh, giving our family members the opportunity to come back and to visit us. So I always like candles. I would actually really love to start baking Samhain bread. Have you ever done it? I, I have never done it because um, I have never found a recipe that I felt was doable. 
<laughs> um, I'm also, I'm not the baker in my house. Um, Sarah is definitely the baker. Mm. Like, if you ask me to cook a piece of meat, like, it's going to come out beautifully. I cannot, I can't make a Toll House cookie, like, if I scoop dough out of the, the tub. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> so it's like... I love to bake and I love to cook as well. I'm definitely both in my household because my husband, uh, it, it's all he can do not to light the house on fire when he cooks. But uh, <laughs> he's going to be so mad at me for saying that because he's very sensitive about it. He's, I've been trying desperately to teach him to cook. And I just bought these new uh, pots and pans, these like ceramic pots and pans, because I had heard all these horror stories about how Teflon gives you cancer. So I was like, oh, I'll go out and get the ceramic. Bah, 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 bah. And the other night I was sitting in the living room playing Stardew Valley, of course, because what else do I do with my life? <laughs> and... Uh, David was cooking in the kitchen, which was, you know, what, 30 feet away. And I was like, something smells good. Something smells bad. Something smells like burning rubber. I was like, what is going on? And I ran into the kitchen. I was like, I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm cooking my keto meat nonsense. And I was like, uh, I was like, can I see? And it's like the handle, the rubber handle of the, pan was just like a oh, little no. too close to the fire and was like starting to crisp. No, no. And I was like, I was like, well, we're just going to move this over an inch. <laughs> like I was like, and God bless him. He does, he does his best and he is a good cook for what he makes. It's okay, but, David. When we first moved into our house, um, we had an electric stove. We have an electric stove. You still and, do in your house. Yeah. Right? And um, I got those stupid uh, burner covers for it because everyone suggested that I do it. Oh no. And I took off the one that I thought I was using and hit the wrong knob <laughs> and practice. And you cooked, yeah. a, you cooked um, a burner cover. Luckily they were metal, but oh, yeah, no. Oh God, I thought you were going to tell me they were rubber. No, no, but it smelled like, like burnt paint in my kitchen for, oh no, for a couple days. Do you remember when we were kids and <laughs> he's going to be so mad at me. Do you remember when we he were kids? He gets one an episode. I know. Fun. Dad put a, the plastic, a plastic bowl. bowl yeah, on, he was making pancakes because yeah. all the batter ran out the hole. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, uh, I just our father a put a plastic a plastic bowl filled with uh, pancake batter on the gas stove and and cooked it <laughs> by accident. I know. And he, to be fair, he our father is a a relatively good cook. He makes pancakes really well. He does. He uh, my and you know what? I'm gonna give Dad some praise since we're talking about Sawin and and you're uh, you're trying you're trying to celebrate him. Our, yeah, pre well, he, yeah, he's nowhere near dead. So let's it's not like get he, crazy. He, ha- he hasn't signed the will yet, so we're gonna pre-honor him. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of my way to give some praise to our father. Our father did his absolute best to make sure that we had a happy childhood. And he did all of the like shaped pancakes and the chocolate chip pancakes. He still loves a chocolate chip pancake. And so do I. Mean, I. Who, who doesn't love a chocolate I'm chip I'm just pancake. saying. I, he loves a chocolate chip pancake and so do I. So I'm going to go out of my way to say thank you, Dad, for the chocolate chip pancakes and uh, cooking a plastic bowl on the stove. So, <laughs> thank you for not using the batter from the bowl to make the chocolate chip. Pancakes. Yes, thank you very kindly. Um, Samhain, that's yes, what we were talking we about. Samhain. <laughs> so, oh, right, it's almost Halloween. I would, I would love to make Samhain bread. Samhain bread is uh, usually, it, it's one of those fun traditions that a lot of the Samhain traditions do involve baking because A, baking is magic, and B, it uses a lot of the crops from the harvest and it is a way of of saying thanks to your ancestors. So a lot a lot of people will celebrate Samhain. It's like an autumnal fruit cake. It really is. It's like <laughs> <laughs> what are those the panettones or whatever they it's are? It's a panettone. It's a panettone. I um, need to call Coco Peru and I have know, her come she, over for some Samhain bread. <laughs> I wonder if she would like Samhain bread. I've I have to if this she li- day. I mean if she likes the absolute shit show that is a panettone. She should enjoy salmon bread. God, I would hope so. I hate panettone. I am a terrible Italian. I hate panettone. I've never had it. It's so gross. By choice. <laughs> like, I don't like panettone. I, I'm, we're also Irish. I hate Irish soda bread. I'm oh, like, I like I'm just, soda I'm just bread. going to list things about my culture that I dislike. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> we ate haggis. I love haggis. Haggis tastes I good. Say I love it, but it was good. I'm going on the record as saying I'm pro-haggis. Also, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that, like... I can eat GMO beef in this country, but they're like sheep's stomach. No fucking way, man. I was like, going like to say, you, can you, you can't get haggis in this country. For those of you who don't know, haggis in its purest form smells disgusting. 
the casing does not smell good because it is it is a sheep stomach. It's a sheep stomach filled with like all kinds of weird shit. It's not all kinds of weird shit. Many we are like the only country in the world that discards organ meat just out of hand. I mean, organ meat is it can be hard to eat depending on. I what mean, it there's is. a reason they call it awful, but I think it tastes good. <laughs> That's awful with an O. You, SAT um, word. But I like, know you do have very you have very. Um, What's the right word? Adventurous, <laughs> adventurous taste when it comes like, to I'm sitting here staring food. her down, like watching. Um, adventurous taste. No, I will try anything once, usually twice, um, possibly with a year in between. I mean, organ meat is usually about where I draw the line. You, you, okay. This is the thing, though. I made haggis for Pissy this last Burns night, and Pissy enjoyed it. Tell them about Burns Night. That's a fun little tradition. I mean, Burns Night is essentially just, it's it's a Scottish holiday in honor of the poet Robert Burns, but you light a fire and you make haggis and you sing to the haggis and then you eat the haggis <laughs> and then you drink scotch. We, to be fair, did not sing to the haggis and I am a little disappointed that we didn't. Um, Sarah did actually. She read the poem before we ate it. You did? Yeah. She oh, read, she read the, the proper Burns Night poem. Oh, I didn't know. But was it before I got there? No, she did it in front of you. Well, no, I, th- she I think didn't. while you were trying to get over the smell. I don't recall. I don't recall any of this. It's I okay. was partaking in another. I was and, probably partaking in another Scottish uh, tradition, tradition, which, which was drinking whiskey. scotch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but you eat the haggis and then you drink the scotch, and then yeah. it's, it's like I, I mean, I the, would, the scotch to dull the taste of the. Haggis. No, it's really not. <laughs> It accentuates. No, but it's it's okay. it's like it's a particularly gamey like. It's very gamey. It's 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 kind of like it's a, chewy. It's kind of like a gamey sausage stuffing. It's very uh, chewy. It wasn't that chewy. It's a bit chewy. It's it's, well, it's organ it's oatmeal. meat. It's oatmeal. Oatmeal. Yeah. I don't remember the oatmeal. <laughs> it's it's essentially organ meat and oatmeal boiled in a sheep stomach. It was. Good for what it was. I would eat it again. I would I would not discount it, but I don't know if I would like make it on any Tuesday. I I would make it every single morning. It is best as a breakfast food. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could handle it in the morning. The um, rest of the day I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. I have been I have, have bubble I have guts. Been... <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange Listen, food. Pennsylvanians eat scrapple. And that is a hate crime. But Pennsylvanians but are also from Pennsylvania, which is a I mean, strange, in some places, terrible place. <laughs> in many places. Pennsylvania is a very strange state. It's one of those things that if you are not from the Northeast, we just have to explain the pecking order. It's just like New York shits on everyone. Yeah. Connecticut shits on New Jersey. New Jersey shits on Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania doesn't get to shit on anyone because they're at the bottom. I know. Pennsylvania so shits on its own fields because there's New nowhere England else for is, it to shit. And New England is off having a superiority <laughs> complex all their own. I know. So <laughs> New, and New England is like, ah, but we're New England and we're like getting the saw chopping off the top <laughs> half of the country. But uh, We don't like Boston either. <laughs> I'm kidding. We do. I actually liked Boston when I went. It's a very pretty city. I, I you don't. You that. just have hate. a playful competition no, I, with it because you're I a Yankee don't, fan. I don't hate Boston. Boston is actually a lovely city, and I'm a history buff, so I really enjoy going to Boston. And I love going to Salem. Salem is oh, like Salem the was shit. wonderful. But um, yeah, it's no, a really beautiful. Fenway city. Park can sink into the sea for all I care, <laughs> <laughs> and they can yes. take the Patriots with them. And I <laughs> am not a fan of any sports, so I don't care where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't think of a thing of rhythmic gymnastics I'll watch, but everything else I'm like, whatever, fuck it. Unless they're from Boston. The Boston rhythmic gymnastics team is terrible. I'm sure. And probably Philadelphia because they're below us on the pecking order. Yes. Um, what the hell were we talking Oh, Salen. Salen. This, Salen. this episode's Salen. about Salen. <laughs> I actually like soda bread and it was one of my talking points because I think soda bread is tasty for one thing and for another i think that soda bread is typically used as an offering to the ancestors so it's it's an easy thing to like put out and be like here this is for you enjoy of course you'll have to buy it in march because you can't find it any other time well i'm saying i would have to make it it your own if it was (laughs) if it was my tradition i would make it anyway i don't consider any bread that i have to make from scratch an easy thing to put out i mean i kind of do i consider i consider 
if I can make it myself, it is an easy. I thing can to do. I can go up to Bourbon Street Liquors and I can buy some scotch and like the ancestors are perfectly happy to get crunked on my dime. So I don't <laughs> need to make bread. I know. <laughs> I just feel like I I personally so in the witchcraft that we practice, I work with uh, a, a really wonderful goddess. She is my my patron goddess. Uh, I. I work with Caridwin, and I have given her so much alcohol. I'm like, <laughs> Caridwin is part of the Celtic pantheon. What the fuck else are you supposed but to? But I'm saying, but that's why I could be giving things like food or 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 um, uh, or honey, soda bread. Honey is also very popular. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't that, want yeah, it. No. I feel like I could be I could be a better pagan by going to greater lengths to make things for my my patron. I could too, but I just, I feel like at the end of the day, she's just going to want the booze. (laughs) She's going to be like, okay, I know that you tried, but give me my whiskey. I don't know if, I I think, I always think that I'm being like a lazy pagan because I'm like, I could be doing more things to, to honor her because at the end of the day, I feel like it's my effort that is recognized. And so to bake bread is not that difficult. It is complicated, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. No, so, I'm not saying it's prohibitive. I'm just yeah. saying that, you know, it's, especially since I know I'm bad at it, it's one of those things that's like, I'm not going to do that. I, I could definitely see myself baking bread. And honestly, I think that's something I'm going to hold myself to it. If by the next time we record this podcast, I have not baked soda bread, I give you free permission to remind me. <laughs> that's so generous I know I was going to say punish me but there's a part of me that knows I'm not going to do it I'm sitting, so I'm here, I'm sitting here thinking now how many of these do we have to record before this <laughs> I know I'm not going to give you a Sorry. free opportunity to punish me no I'm just going to bring it up in every episode did you make the soda bread yet like even after you've done it I might ask you every well episode. I have Tuesday off do you, do you want to come over on Tuesday and make some soda bread with me I don't even like soda bread I like soda bread I don't know I'm going to bake it for for, for Karen do it up I'm going to do it. Um, what the hell was what the hell was I saying? Salon, we're still Why talking I, about Salon. So, I'm like scatterbrained today. I don't even know You've what the fuck doing, I'm like, talking Julia about. You've been doing like Julia Child's greatest hits over there with the soda bread. We're supposed to be talking about Salon. Confront this the is soda bread. my spooky gay cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> but it, cooking is a huge part Lube of the ritual. The duck. Lube it with butter. Oh, I was like, this is a very no. Strange there there are recipes show. that call for you to lube poultry before you put it in things. It, just, it doesn't matter. I would be very interested to read your cooking books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did download them off the Pornhub, so I mean, you never know. <laughs> That's a very, a very strange. I should probably check that again. Sal and ritual. Um, that beef did taste really nasty. I could imagine, especially since you were using uh, Vaseline. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine it would have been. Very I mean, it tasty. didn't specify what kind of meat; it just said meat. So I mean, <laughs> I was estimating a lot of it. Uh, do you have? A, a specific Samhain ritual that you want to talk about? Um, yes, I think my favorite one is um, I do the the empty plate and the empty chair mm-hmm. um, at dinner that night. Um, for those of you who are unaware, it's you set you set an extra place at your table that mm-hmm. you obviously don't expect anyone to sit in. My cats usually take the chair anyway, so it's <laughs> probably rude. But um, <laughs> but Mima can't sit yeah, down no, because <laughs> Wally's. In I the like way. to think that he's just sitting on her lap. It's fine. <laughs> um, but no, um, you set out an extra place for kind of whoever you want. It doesn't even have to be one specific person. It can just be um, it can just be kind of your way of inviting your ancestors or elders or whoever you want in. Hmm. Um, that's why I light the candle because it's a very similar. It's yeah. a very similar tradition. It's like light the candle. Um, that's your way of saying, "Come yeah, on no. in, everybody, also, sit down, take a load off." You know, open your western windows so that they can leave at the end of the night. I don't um, have western windows. The land I face of- the east side of my building. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to like open my door <laughs> and be like, "You just have to open the door and shepherd them <clears throat> down the hall at the end of the night." You're, you're, <laughs> this way, this way. You're just walking down the hall with a jack o' lantern, just like follow the light, mind the gap. <laughs> but granted, <laughs> the other things that are yeah. that we have found in my building i'm like i don't know if i want well that's why it's in there there are no western windows some asshole set a plate out didn't walk him back down the hallway and now he's stuck there see you have to open your damn windows people if you're going to invite them in you have to open a door for them to leave i know uh and what what's strange is about mine is that like i also have our mother's ashes in my apartment so it's like it's kind of weird to be inviting her back i know it's kind of weird to be inviting mom back to be like "Mm, you want to take another shot at it like have a seat (laughs) i also like your (laughs) ritual 
of the pumpkins. Yes. Um, every year, my wife Sarah and I, we um, deck out one of our friend's houses who, who actually lives in the same town as Pissy. Um, they do. We, Carrie and Luke. Yes. We deck out their house every Halloween. Um, we do a bunch of fun themes and things, but every year I carve 13 jack-o'-lanterns because that's, that's my personal little... Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> jack-o'-lanterns are supposed to do one of two things depending on who you talk to. They're either supposed to invite spirits in or ward them away. Yeah. Um, I personally carve my jack-o'-lanterns as wards <laughs> um, because I don't like to invite things really anywhere. Again, yeah. like, you know, I'm kind of an introvert. Like, it's not just a lot living people. I don't like dead people either. <laughs> it's like, I don't like people. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm very specific about the people I ask to yeah, come back. Yeah, no, I, I, I am too. But it's it's one, it's one of those things. I I do. I carve thirteen pumpkins every year, and um, I'm sure this year, um, when we do that, we'll put some pictures up on Instagram for you guys to see. Yeah. What we do. Oh, that's very exciting. Um, but uh, that is that is a thing I do every Halloween. I have been taking Halloween off from work for kind of the last like eight years to do that. Unfortunately, this so. year I don't know if I'm going to be able to because it's on a Thursday, oh, that's and so I am sad. at pieces on Thursdays. So, we'll uh, not that I hate working at pieces. We'll I just... love doing my show at pieces. Uh, I just always love to have Halloween we'll just sort of to myself. Lift a jack o' lantern up for you and play taps or something. Please do. Make sure you take lots of pictures because uh, I will not be able to yes, be there for most of the day. We will We will share those pictures with, with all of you guys on Instagram, I'm sure. But does that mean, oh, wait, is 2020 a leap year? Um, yes. Next year it is on a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yes. Woof. <laughs> Get ready. Next year is going to be wild. <laughs> yeah, no, ne- ne- next year is going to require a lot more planning. <laughs> you know, something just dawned on me. <laughs> Architecture, engineering. Sorry, go ahead. Pieces is in the West Village. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to get to work on, on Halloween uh, in the West Village. You should I, just pick a random person on the street and like tell them to go to pieces to say it's you. Like I don't care if they're lit. Like they're I know I'll a, paint some. I'll paint like, Jasmine Rice and just be like, do an go. extra hour on your show <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> it's like no one can tell who the fuck anyone is right now in the West Village. It's fine. Just go. Oof. You're gonna have fun. It's gonna be fun. Oh God, I hate Chelsea at Halloween. Say it a little louder. The 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 parade is fun the first time you go. And then when if you're going for the parade, it's a lot of fun. If you're going for literally Anything any other else. reason, it is fucking terrible. There are like entire blocks you can't cross and, and avenues you can't cross. And it's like, God, I just need to get where I'm going. It's such a pain in the ass. I have never actually um, been in the West Village on Halloween. I have been sort of adjacent to it, so I've like really seen, you've I've, never been to the parade. No, I've never been. I've seen people walking to and from, but I've never actually. Oh, it's a myself. lot of fun. The parade is a lot of fun, but it's like I said, if you're going for any other reason, it's I hell on earth. Hate people. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, surprise. I double hate drunk people on NJ Transit well, after yeah, I'm done. That's true. That that is the only other problem. I don't want to like, have to fight for a seat with for, with a with a guy in a furry costume. Like I don't want to do it. <laughs> you don't like to celebrate holidays with fur, drunk furries? That's so strange. Only Easter. Easter is the best holiday to celebrate with furries, I would think. I mean, I, I would say there's a strong argument for Christmas, too. Like, you could have, like, a Rudolph the Red-Nosed re- Reindeer with, like, a nice big red bulb on his face. It would be fun. I was going to say that would be very cute. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is a grown man in a furry costume. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't, like... <laughs> Probably not the cutest thing you've ever seen. No, especially since he's drunk on eggnog and he's got, like, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff happening with that. Yeah, I don't know. I th- the antlers are askew. There's electricity involved. It's a safety hazard. I don't think I was built for furries. <laughs> I don't. I just think that's outside my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Back to Samhain. <laughs> yeah. We always uh, manage to... It's like, oh, we're back on track. The, the, this episode was essentially just one long tangent. It was I just like, like, <laughs> but I like that we go on tangents. I think our tangents <laughs> are important. They, they are important. If nothing else, I, I, I will admit that um, as sort of a behind-the-scenes thing, like, I wasn't sure how, I've, how I felt about talking about our religion on here, and I feel like I feel better than... <laughs> you, were you really that worried about it? I, I just, I feel like I never want to seem like I'm preaching, and I never, I never want to preachy, seem like... this is informational. I, I, I know. 
know. We I haven't. Just, we are, I haven't been sitting here like come to the dark side. We have cookies. Like we wh- have sour and bread. We do have sour and bread. Yeah. Um, so if you want to be a witch, at some point. we we have sour and bread. Be a witch. Be a witch. Be a we witch. We make fruitcake for all four <laughs> four seasons. So it's like, yeah, you just don't get enough at Christmas. But honestly, that's part of what draws me to witchcraft is that it is not an evangelical religion in any way in any in fact we prefer <laughs> yeah like <laughs> generally prefer not to talk about we prefer not to be bothered it's like generally fight club speaking. actually a little bit <laughs> i but th- that's my thing i don't think of this as us trying to recruit witches this is just me talking about no, what I, my my I, system is i i think it's more for me it's kind of that like, I'm not always sure how far I want to poke my head out of the broom closet, so to speak. You know, I mean, it's I like- guess, but then there's a part of me that's like, well, if I can advocate for queer people to come out of the closet because it's important to be your authentic self, I have to feel the same way about being a witch. Like, I can't, I can't live a secret witchy life and, and not tell anyone. I'm not saying that other people have to do it, but I am proud to do it. The end. I mean, that's fine. I'm militant, goddammit. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, there are elements of Samhain that we appreciate just as horror buffs, too. There yeah. is the spooky side of Samhain. There is the, the spooky side of Samhain. That's a great alliteration. <laughs> Come see the spooky side of Samhain. <laughs> We're releasing a single. It's called The Spooky Side of Salad. It's the softer side of Sears, I think. I, think I, I don't think I had the jingle melody correct, but I think I had the cadence right. It's, it's been a while, you know, since I saw a softer side of Sears ad. I mean, I don't know if I ever It's been have, a while since I've seen a Sears honest. for that matter, but that's not the point. I mean, it's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got a great deal on a barbecue there. I hope. I hope. Did you? I did. You know what? I will say the Sears that I used to go to for like auto shit, very handy. And like tools, always had good tools. Yes. It was the clothing that was questionable. I mean, I like a $3 Henley shirt, but that's just me. <sighs> it made me, it hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy water on the exorcist. <laughs> My goodness. In case you were unclear, I'm a lesbian. I like a $3 Henley shirt. <laughs> I'm shocked. A waffled Henley shirt, if possible. Waffled Henley. Oh, God. I like waffles. I mean, waffles are delicious, particularly on Samhain. You can make pumpkin-shaped waffles if you have the correct. And pumpkin-flavored waffles. Yes, pumpkin-flavored anything. (laughs) (laughs) I have had, I am proud to say that I have had a pumpkin spice frappuccino every day since September started. The frappuccino, really? It's delicious. I kind of don't want it until I can have like the hot pumpkin spice latte. I don't know. I feel like it's just like, I want it to be like cozy. I mean... I get that, but I, I prefer things cold. So, like, I like a cold room. I like, I, I even when it gets cold <laughs> enough to have a, a, cold a PSL, <laughs> even when it gets cold enough to have a PSL, I will still have the Frappuccino. I'm the one they always fuck up the order. They, like, hand me the latte, and I'm like, no, I asked for a Frappuccino. And they're like, oh, sorry. And it's like, I, literally, like, into December, I'm like, can I have a Frappuccino? And they're like, for what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I like cold drinks. See, I feel like this, this time of year gets, it, it, it's both a happy time and sort of a fraught time in my marriage because Sarah is adamantly opposed to the PSL. Why? Um, she just doesn't like the way it tastes. Oh, um, I love it. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like sh- she'll frequently stop at Starbucks on her way home for me since I work from home. And um, just, I, I can hear it in her voice. The pain trying just, to just order it. Just dying a little inside. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's not even, I want a PSL. It's like, I want a PSL with whole milk, no whipped cream. <laughs> like, I give the, like, I am usually the person who walks into Starbucks trying to be their easiest order of the day because I have social anxiety and a just disastrous desire for people to like me. But, like, <laughs> August to October, I, what, what I am every Becky. I am every Becky in Starbucks. Just what about like, doing a podcast uh, is a need for approval? What about <laughs> public humiliation for other people's enjoyment <laughs> is a desperate need for approval? Um, I, you taught me something the other day that I was actually very interested to learn. I didn't know this, that uh, in the U.K., "Quote unquote pumpkin spice is just called sweet spice." Yes, and they have it year round, and think it's really weird that like we make fun of people for wanting that combination of flavors. They're like, we don't understand why you restrict it to like two months a year. 
It's like you could have this anytime you want. I, it made me like, want to move like, to the UK because I was like, if I, I mean, could have... that's reason number like 345 for me, I know. but it's on there. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I would move to... I would certainly move to the UK because I, I am an Anglophile through and through, but I, I would also move to Ireland. I would move to the UK or Ireland. Um, my, my dream, if I'm ever lucky enough to make JK Rowling money, is just to have, just to have my nice little house in Scotland and not bother mm. anybody. It's like- I, I would do Scotland. <laughs> I love Scotland too. Although I've never been to Scotland. I like Scottish. I like our Scottish heritage. I've never been to Scotland, but I assume that... If nothing else, I can get real fucking haggis. Like well, whenever I want, which would be I, I amazing. Might pass. I'll do I, it. I'll do fine. it on Burns Night. <laughs> but that's about it for me. I think as far as the haggis goes, as f- I do draw the line at black pudding. That shit's gross. Like I don't. Is know that blood pudding? Yes. Oh, it's disgusting. And I actually, um, I used to work with someone um, who also has Scottish heritage, and she absolutely loathed haggis, but would like eat black pudding by the tube. Really? And I'm like, that is the nastiest thing I've ever heard. She's like, I'll eat it cold. Like, I don't care. Oh, I'm like, that it's is it's like congealed. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> like, oh my god. It's like, you know what I really want right now? I want a nice cold piece of scab on toast. Like, that's that's what I want. Oh god. It's like I never said our culture didn't have weird shit. I'm just saying that the thing that gets ripped on the most isn't the worst. I hope everyone <laughs> who's listening right now is. Eating. I hope every, every single, single one of you. <laughs> I hope they just have a mouthful of like rice like, pudding, like, like chocolate like, pudding, Bleh. right now. Just like George Costanza, fucking pudding skin. I know, but I will say, I would love to have sweet spice all year round in America. And I'm going to open a, co- a coffee shop just to have sweet spice in America. <laughs> and I'm gonna call it sweet spice, and they'll be like, This is delicious. And I'm like, It's pumpkin spice. <laughs> I just didn't put any orange food. Food coloring it. Drink it, Nancy. Drink the potion. <laughs> <laughs> now what? <laughs> um, but I also like the the creep factor of Samhain because it is so closely related to Halloween. I love all the Samhain things. I actually uh, had not considered until you mentioned it today that Samhain is represented in one of our favorite horror movies that you mentioned earlier. Yes, Trick or Treat is is amazing. It is actually I I love watching Halloween on Halloween, but like my mm. Halloween watch list is always like the original Halloween, Trick or Treat. And then Practical Magic, mm-hmm. and then Hocus Pocus to finish it off. Hocus Pocus. It's like, and you know what? what I'm going to add a movie to the list this year. That's fine. I'm going to add Halloween 2018. Halloween 2018 is good. I feel like it feels less... Spooky? Halloween-y. Yeah. Like, like in terms of, like, it doesn't feel like it... It doesn't feel so strongly like it takes place on the holiday of Halloween. I think it does. Like. like, it's definitely there, but, like, for, for some reason, it just... It feels like... I, I think the difference is... The original Halloween, like the second it's October, it's like I have to watch this because it's Halloween, mm. and I'm happy to. But like Halloween 2018, it's like oh, it's Groundhog Day, time to watch Halloween 2018 because this movie rocked. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like, and it's not that I won't watch the original any other time of year. Yeah. It's just it it just it feels a little like it's it's a Christmas story. You know, it's like I want this on repeat for 24 hours. Exactly, like Hocus like, Pocus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that. I would I would set up like four different TVs to be playing. Halloween on a loop, Hocus Pocus on a loop, <laughs> uh, Trick or Treat on a loop. Because Trick or Treat, uh, I was saying this to you before, Trick or Treat is one of the best vignette movies, Halloween like trill- like anthologies, anthology movies. I just don't know what to call it. Uh, I-, I could do like a three-part episode miniseries on Trick or Treat. I fucking love that movie so much. I know. And I waited so long for it to come out. And it, like, I was working at Blockbuster. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, we would get sort of, and I was also reading Fangoria religiously. So like Trick or Treat was made, I think something like two or three years before it finally came out on DVD and it never came to theaters. Like it went through like some kind of weird development hell and it just never quite did what it was supposed to. And it's like, what a fucking sin because this is an amazing movie and it would have been so good to see it in theaters. And it can be surprisingly difficult to find this time of year. Right? Like, it's, it doesn't play on anybody's, like, channel. Like, it's not part of, like, you know, the fucking, like, 30 Days of Halloween or whatever the fuck they do. You know who I I'm wouldn't like, be surprised if they had it? Shudder. 
I would be absolutely shocked if Shudder didn't have it. I would too, because uh, again, I'm going to say it. We I'm gonna are go not home sponsored. And watch, I'm going to go home and watch Trick or Treat. <laughs> we are not sponsored, but Shudder is just a great service. And it's one of those services where it's like, oh, you're paying for our service. Maybe we should give you the things you want to see. Right? And it's, it's like, uh, it's shocking, right? Like I pay for cable, <laughs> but God forbid they should have Halloween on demand. No, like, You'll, they'll make you pay for it. Not to rile any potential future partnerships but um netflix's horror selection this time of year gets a it little can be real it gets sparse. a little tricky you know yeah. it's, it's like it's like they'll have like find something good they'll have like two or three mainstream horror movies that came out this year yeah. and then a shit ton of like independent b movies and it's like it's all the like fine for like to a certain extent but it's all like the asylum movies and like direct to dvd stuff and it, yeah. not that there's anything inherently wrong with those movies or that they can't be a fun watch but like when it's when i'm in october and i feel like this is my moment like this is my time yeah. and i have a limited amount of time i don't want to watch mega shark versus giant octopus yeah like, like i don't need sharknado 12 i just want to watch i don't the Halloween need ghost series. shark Ghost Shark. Which, if you are unaware of Ghost Shark, just, just, I want you to Google that and click the first video that comes up. Or better yet, don't. <laughs> like, just no, don't even. Everyone has seen this freaking <clears throat> clip. It's a kid going down a slip and slide, and just like this translucent shark head pops up and it eats him. Eats him, yeah. And it's like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And it's like, it's like I'm all for like campy, stupid horror movies, but. No, but if you want a can't be stupid horror movie, like pull out your Vincent Price collection. It's October. Yeah. Be classy. Yeah. Be classy, damn it. Like this isn't Christmas in July. This is Christmas. Yeah. Basically, it's yeah. like you don't get to pull out like all the crappy shit. You have to watch It is good something stuff. that frustrates me. And what pisses me off even more, it really makes me angry and has like made me if if David wasn't paying the cable bill, I'd get rid of cable. But like we have a a mainstream cable provider uh-huh, and uh-huh. every year they'll have like in August and like early September they'll have like Halloween they'll have Nightmare on Elm Street they'll have Friday the 13th and then like come mid-September October 1st it's like shut it down they pull them all <laughs> off the on-demand services well, yeah, and they, they make you, you pay for because them they want you to pay for and them it's like fuck you am I not paying a high enough cable bill that you should give me things I want to watch like Fuck you. I mean, Fuck you, Varyal. Like, the, the really funny thing is... is I, Even I, Loki I, hates them. <laughs> that is our brother Kevin's one-year-old puppy, Loki, in the next <laughs> room. Um, <laughs> who is currently keeping the ghost at bay. Yeah. Um, but, like, the thing the thing that drives me crazy, and I, like, I feel like I can't even really complain about it, is I own all of those movies. Like, I have them on DVD. I'm just too fucking lazy to get off my couch and go like paw through my DVD collection and find them. So it's like, why isn't this thing that I that I paid money for specifically to be able to watch whenever I wanted available to me without having to get off my ass? That's how I and feel. It's, it's like <laughs> when everything is digital and how many kids these days don't have DVD or Blu-ray collections because that has been basically wiped off the, the map. You can't own anything anymore. Now you just have and, to rent your entire life. And we could have an hour-long argument against digital media collection. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because I am very strongly against it in a lot of ways. But it's frustrating because it's like, they will make you pay for everything 8,000 times if they can. And it's like, how many times are you going to make me rent Hocus Pocus if I don't own it? How many times are you going to make me rent Halloween if I don't own it? And it's so frustrating. Over but and over and over the, again. The back to Samhain. <laughs> yes. The thing I like about Trick or Treat is that the main... Uh, I don't want to call him a villain... I, I like to think of Sam as the Spook? protagonist. Actually. I was going to say protagonist, <laughs> but then I thought, I was like, oh, somebody's going to be like, he's not a protagonist. <laughs> Sam is named after Samhain because Samhain is spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Yes. And he, I didn't realize he was named after Samhain. Yes. No, it's it's shortened to Sam because it's kind of cutesy on the merchandise for him to yeah. be. Because he's, he's just this cute little burlap guy. And he kind of looks like the, the guy from fucking, um, oh my God, it was a PS3 game. Sackboy. 
His his name was Sackboy. Oh, I'm not even making Sack a joke. Boy. I know the one like, you're talking about. It was like about. Little Big Planet or something like that. It was it was, <laughs> it was something stupid. But it was he, he actually kind of looks like that little guy, and it's it's like he's actually cute until he takes the mask off. Well, yeah. but um, it's it's one of those things where like, <laughs> and if you give him candy, it's fine. Yeah, no, he's just there. He's like the he's like the ghost of Halloween past a little bit. It's, yeah. it's a little bit. Well, like, isn't it strange that the character named after Samhain is crazy? Really, just about giving mm. him some kind of honorary treat offering of some an type. offering oh that's strange no it's <laughs> it's very much like he gets pissed off if you smash pumpkins he gets yeah. pissed off if you don't give out candy it's basically like someday you know when the trunk or treaters have totally ruined this holiday <laughs> i'm going to I'm, I'm just going to start like a safe halloween society and sam is going to be our mascot going to put it up there. <laughs> I, that is actually a really great <laughs> like, idea and I want to give all of the props to the makers of Trick or Treat, the director, the performers, the producers, everyone who was involved in making that movie. I love Trick or Treat. I, I just want to give it all the love. It's basically just pro-Halloween Samhain propaganda, and I'm totally here for it. Like- <laughs> it. It really is. And it, honestly, it's the first, like, anthology, not anthology, uh, vignette because they do this a lot now. After Trick or Treat, there were a lot of those like short stories compiled into one movie. Well, it was because like style. It's from like films. the trilogy of terror and Tales from the Dark Side, the movie and the Twilight Zone movie. Like yeah. those were all very successful, but you don't really see them too much anymore. And then Trick or Treat happened. And they brought it more. back. Yeah, but, but now like, they all kind of fell into that. B movie territory where it's like, oh, yeah. we're just going to go for the gore and the we're imagery. We're just going to be super violent and yeah. show a lot of movies and hope that that gets us through. Yeah, and Trick or Treat is the one that has done it the best, in my opinion. It's it's also the one that has done the best job of, I think, at the end, kind of interweaving all the stories so you can kind of see how they connect. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, the mark of any good vignette movie is that you can kind of see where the streams cross. Yeah. Um, I also just really love the tone of Trick or Treat. Yeah, it's the the sorry. coloring of the movie. Really, it's like, ooh, I feel it's, Halloweeny. It's very saturated. It's it's almost kind of Tim Burton esque a yeah, little bit, like, like live action. Yeah, Tim a little Burton, bit, yeah. like except, I mean, even when Tim Burton does live action movies, like like I feel like, like Trick or Treat kind of felt more. Yeah, I don't know. I it, it is. Um, it is one of my favorites. I I absolutely want to give all the props to uh, Samhain and uh, not to Loki who's crying in the background right now. Um, Poor Loki's in the other room like, call Zelda he's Rubenstein. Like, I can't I just, hold him anymore. I just want to talk about Halloween with you and give you some of my spooky farts. Yes, and we'll, if, if, Loki's father allows it. We'll put a picture of Loki up on the Instagram. You know, so you can you can, you can have one cute dog. Yeah, one pick. cute dog photo. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good place though to say I, we want to hear the things that from our our witchy listeners. We would love mm-hmm. to hear the things that you do to celebrate Samhain and the things what that... What does Samhain mean to what you? Does, <laughs> we want a 500-word essay. Um, <laughs> we, do, we, we do. We're. I'm very interested to hear other people's rituals and, and their traditions and stories and what they do uh, on their own. Especially since we managed to touch on so few since we... <laughs> I think we touched. I mean, I don't. No, we did. Have, we did fine. I'm just I, saying. I, we touched on a lot of our our traditions and rituals, and I want to hear about everybody else's. I think it's a very interesting thing to hear. And so, write to us. Tell us your thoughts on on Samhain. If if there's a tradition that we that we missed, let us know. Um, you can reach us on any of the social media. There's Facebook. There's Instagram. There is Twitter and Tumblr now too. Best place to find us is at myspookygayfamily.com. You can reach us through any of the social media or at my spooky or uh, spookygayfam at gmail.com. I will yes. never ever remember the name of our. I'm sorry. I picked like one thing to make spooky gay fam. It's like that in the Twitter, and it's. Like- I know, and I was like, I was like, God, I can never remember this handle. So please, I decided to get all like. Yeah, let us all know. Crazy <laughs> Let us know your favorite uh, Samhain traditions and let us know your favorite pop culture that reminds you mm-hmm. of Samhain traditions or Dia de la Muerta. Uh, I just totally fucked it up. Dia <laughs> de Muertos <Yes. laughs> or Dia de los Muertos, which I learned today is um, an Anglophone translation of Dia de Muertos. Yeah, no, I think it's it's basically... Someone said Dia de Muertos in Spanish. Someone who spoke English asked them what they that meant. They said Day of the Dead. And then when they tried to... The English person... <laughs> they added the lows. They, they added the lows because they had only taken eighth grade Spanish. 
Also, <laughs> I'm going to pat myself on the back for remembering the word uh, anglophone. That is, I'm like, I, I literally wrote, come on, SAT words. <laughs> Take that, my SAT score. I know anglophone. <laughs> also, obviously, if we got that totally wrong, feel free to listen. <laughs> but that was my understanding of it, is that, uh, that there's that, Dia de yeah. Muertos, and then there's kind of the that anglified. Dia de los Muertos Dia is an accepted but not correct Way of saying yeah. That. So tell us all of your favorite Samhain rituals and traditions. Tell us about your uh, Dia de Muertos traditions. To educate us, we'd love to hear about it and uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think of Samhain and, and your favorite pop culture references to Samhain. Yeah, and because it is surprisingly difficult to find. Like you would think that there would be, it would be really easy to like search like pop like Samhain in popular culture. You I will know. not find it. It will just be nine hundred listicles explaining how how Samhain turned into Halloween. Exactly. And even movies like The Craft that actually do have a lot of uh, knowledgeable roots in yeah, that, in Wicca that at least tried witchcraft. to get it right. Yeah, surprisingly, does not say much about Samhain. No. So please let us know your thoughts. And until next time, remember to stay spooked. Oh, fuck! I fucked it up again. <laughs> oh God! Is this day over? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you are having a moment. Until next time, stay spooky and remember. Samhain. It means the Lord of the Dead, the end of summer, the festival of Samhain. No. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Halloween 2, distributed by Universal Pictures and Columbia EMI Warner 1981. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Dole Productions.